Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Let's just burst a big bubble here. There isn't one way to create a budget. You can make your budget look and feel 
as much like you as you need to. You can use an app or a spreadsheet or a post a note or a good old piece of paper. In this episode, I'm sharing how to create a budget that works for you and helps you get closer to your money goals. Yes, it can be done and it can be done with ease. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Hey, welcome back to another episode where... I just kind of get to riff about money topics and subjects and questions that really mean a lot to me. And budget is something that we all struggle with, whether we struggle with the idea of budgeting or we struggle with the actual budget ourselves. I would probably I would probably say that everyone listening here <laughs> universally just doesn't like this idea of a budget. And I don't blame you. I talk about it in lots of different ways on this show. I'm a big fan of something called a spending plan, right? Where you create something that feels a little bit more authentic to you. But for sake of argument, let's just go back and talk about that hated word, budget. And I really want to break down in this episode how you can create something that works for you. Because Traditional finance wants you to believe that there's only one way to create a budget, right? It's you set up your income, then you add in your fixed costs, your variable costs, and the idea is you should be left with some money at the end of the month. But let me let me just take a guess. My guess is that that hasn't worked for you and probably feels a lot like a chore, so, you know, you'll get to it after you do the dishes, you take out the trash, basically you do anything on your list before actually coming back to your budget. And I can only speak about this because I've lived this out myself. There were so many years where I was working as a certified financial planner and I was out there helping people with their money. And I, of course, was helping them with budgets and coming up with you know, a spending plan that really worked for them. But when I would go home, I would not be doing the same for myself because I didn't really like the process. And I thought, okay, this is ridiculous. Like I can't be out there trying to help people figure this out and watch them struggle while I'm actually struggling with this myself. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about like, how can how can I change the way we talk about budget? How can I make it more impactful? And how can I help people look at budgets from a positive standpoint versus a really negative standpoint? And that took a lot of time to figure that out. And, you know, it took a lot of working with a lot of different people to figure out, like, what do we all have in common about this hate of budgeting? Like, when we get down to the core of it, we're all a lot of a lot alike, really, we are. We have sort of the same feelings and thoughts and dreads and fears and anxiety and shame and guilt around money as anyone else. But because we don't go around talking about money with our friends or certainly strangers, we don't know that we have these similarities. And so I started to see, okay, person X has 
$20 million in assets, and they still are struggling with this. Person Y over here is just out of college, just getting started, and they struggle with this. Person, uh, what letter am I on? <laughs> Person T in the middle, they have the same things. You know, maybe they're making $100,000 a year and they're struggling with this too. So I thought, okay, this is crazy. Like we're all feeling this same thing. Something has to change. And so I think that budgets, they're not meant to feel restrictive. Instead, they're really meant to be your roadmap. Like I always say the GPS system for your money, but in order to make it happen, you've got to do two things. And if I had any secrets about how to really create a budget that works for you, it would probably be these two things. You know, the first is really this idea of shifting your relationship with money, your mindset around money. And that is really understanding so many things, right? It's going back and thinking about like the the blocks that exist for you, the false money beliefs maybe that have been passed down from childhood, really understanding if there is any money trauma that has gone on with you. You know, money is one of the most significant trauma bonds that we have. And so for most of us, there is trauma that exists in some way, shape or form, but we just haven't recognized it. So there's all this muck that really clouds our relationship with money. And so what happens is throughout the day, when we're thinking about money, we have all these negative thoughts that come up in our head. We're thinking about all the things that we should have done or that we did that we shouldn't have done. Uh, you know, we're going through all of our mistakes. We're, we're comparing ourselves. Oh my gosh, we're comparing ourselves nonstop to other people. And the crazy thing is, we don't know what's really happening with the other people. We don't really know what's in their bank account. We may know what they say, but we could say anything, right? So it's kind of this crazy game that goes on in our brains around money, you know, and we carry out these stories that we that we believe about money, they actually become our beliefs. So it becomes like hardwired into our bodies and our minds. And so we're just walking around with these stories and these false beliefs around money and it's impacting everything. It's impacting how we spend and save. It's impacting how we think about goals. It's impacting, you know, whether we think we can achieve something or not. We limit ourselves. We play small. Um, e even if we have a, a big income, right? It still exists. We could go really deep into this, but I just want you to understand the importance and why I talk about relationship with money so much on the show. It is because I have seen it. I have sat across the table from people, all different ages, all different demographics, all different incomes, and I've seen the power of their relationship with money and how it gets in the way of being able to do the things they want to do. So I have actual proof that this is so powerful. And when people start to make that shift and you start to really understand your relationship around money and your mindset and how you think and all those sorts of things, that's the light bulb moment, right? So it's that piece. The second piece is just figuring out how to make a budget that works for you. It's just that simple. You got to find a system that is motivating for you, not for anyone else, right? We're all different. We're all so very different. So what excites and motivates you 
probably doesn't do the same for me and vice versa. So it's thinking about budget that way, right? Like, wait a minute, there actually aren't any rules when it comes to budgeting. The only rules that exist are what are going to work for me or what's going to work for you. That's the only rules that exist. I also love the idea of rewards. I think rewards are um, not talked about enough when it when we come to money, right? We're so used to like limiting ourselves, like, oh, we're going over budget. And so I can't buy this and I can't do that. But what about just opening up your brain to the idea of let's attach a reward to actually, you know, checking in on my money or doing something positive, or even if I have a bad day around money, a small reward, right? Something small, something that's not going to bankrupt you. But our brains love this, right? I, I love competition. Uh, personally, I am, I mean, I would call myself a competitor. I did competitive sports when I was younger. I When I was a little, little kid, I was great at swimming. And they were training me to go to the Olympics, like as a little, little kid. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And then when I got older, I got into tennis and then I became semi-pro tennis player. And I thought about, you know, doing that professionally and had a, had a chance to do that. And I think I got scared. Like, what if I can't be that good? Anyway, I'm going on here, but you get the idea. I love competition, but I also love feeling in control. And I would imagine that you, you kind of like that feeling as well. And so I know these things about myself. And so I can create my budget, my money system that really echoes them. I can build in a reward every week for taking some time out to have a little money date and check in on my spending and savings goals. And I also love to feel like I can do things a little bit better each day, each week, each month, right? It's small steps, small progress, not these big sweeping things, because those are the things that tend to just kind of fall by the wayside. But I'm only competing with myself. I'm only comparing myself. That's it. The problem is when I start comparing other people, because that's just a no-win situation for any of us. So the feeling of control comes from staying on top of my money versus feeling like I'm playing defense. And I think because I would argue that almost 100% of us, we really operate from a money scarcity place. And it's not our fault. The system was set up to create money scarcity. Financial companies operate off of money scarcity. Uh, the news, money scarcity, right? Comparison, money scarcity. Um, I mean, everything now, yes, inflation is bad. It's certainly not at the all-time highs for sure. But yeah, are we feeling it? Absolutely. But we also don't need to constantly be reminded that we should panic about it, right? We've survived so much. You've survived so much. You're going to survive this time, I promise you, even if it feels really tough. So we operate in this place of scarcity. And if you've never thought about this, I want you to take like a day and either the notes app on your phone, or if you're a handwriter, you like to write it down in a journal. Write down how many times you think about money and then put a little column, good or bad thought, and do a check mark in each column. Is it a good thought or is it a negative thought about money? I guarantee you're probably going to have more negative checks than good checks because that's just the way the world operates. So it's not your fault. 
if you feel like you're always playing from defense, but I want you to start playing offense. I want you to start competing only against yourself. So I also had to really switch my relationship with money and treat it more like a best friend, right? I had to respect it, love on it, have fun with it, cheer it up when it was in a rough patch. And I know that might sound a little strange, but I encourage you to just like ponder it, just think about it. Like what would it feel like to be a best friend with your money? How would that change things for you? You know, if I go too long, I have a a best girlfriend here uh, where I live. And if I go too long and I don't see her, I start to get really antsy. Like I start to feel uh, like kind of out of tune with myself. And I'm like, oh, I need to see her, right? Like I need my, my best friend fix. We need to have conversations and laugh and have fun. Imagine if you felt that same way about your money. Like, oh, I need to check in on it. I need to make sure like I'm, I'm, you know, progressing on my goals and I need to get excited. I need to build in a reward and all of that. Imagine what it would be like if you could do that. I think it's like pretty life-changing if you ask me, because even if you just have a glimmer, like you just put your toe and open the door, like just a crack and you start thinking about that your money that way, it starts to really change everything for you, right? There's a lot of the fear and panic starts to subside because you give yourself permission to be like a best friend with your money. So creating a budget that works for you, it starts with really knowing yourself. And that's super important. So I I was recently working with a friend a couple of months ago to do this process. And I, I don't really work with with anyone with their money anymore, but she was a friend. So I was like, okay, let me see if I can help you out. And she felt like her money was like all over the place. She didn't really know what she was spending her money on or how much was left. She was kind of clueless in this process. And this is normal. (laughs) If you're like, oh, I thought that's me. There's nothing wrong with that. This is completely normal. So she also had some, some big goals she wanted to achieve. But on the flip side, she suffers from ADHD and bipolar disease. So she does what she calls manic spending, where she just like gets in these places where she has to spend money. So she's working with a therapist to work through these kind of manic behaviors and all of that. But when it comes to money, she just didn't know how to sort it out. So we created something that works for her. And what I call basically like bumper cushions, like we set up bumper cushions in her budget, you know, I don't know if you've ever been bowling, you know, and you can set up those bumper cushions so you suddenly look like the most amazing bowler ever because it never goes in the gutter, right? Let's do the same thing with your money. So we created what we called a manic spending savings account that you would automatically put money in each month. And that is like our go-to account for these manic moments. So rather than say, no, you can't spend money when you're feeling this way, we said, okay, it's okay. Let's figure out how to make this work for you and give you some boundaries. So we also did this with our other other goals that she had. She wants to save money for some new clothes. She wants to pay us some credit cards. She wants to travel a couple times a year, you know, the normal stuff. So we literally created five different savings accounts, named them all her goals so she can see her money building and she can separate it in her head, like what account goes to what. So 
when she has these moments, she can go to this account and spend money out of this account. When she wants to go travel, okay, here's her account with that, right? So we set up all of these accounts and directed her money different places to create a, like a really customized spending plan for her. And so you can do the exact same thing for you. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas 
and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So again, this is a perfect example of creating a budget that works for you. She set up a very simple spreadsheet with where her money was going weekly and monthly, and she just had to follow the roadmap. That's it. So it takes her brain out of the decision process, instead really gives it this empowering direction. All right, so how can you do this for yourself? Well, a couple of things. I want you to think about your goals. I want you to list them all out and how much money you need to save or spend in order to reach those goals. Just give an approximation if you don't know for sure. So I love to travel and I'm saving for a big trip to Italy next year. And I know I'm going to need to save at least $7,000, probably $10,000, but I'm going to aim for seven. So that's about $583 per month that I need to start saving now. So I set up a separate savings account and have that amount just auto-debited from my checking account into these accounts, right? So I broke it down into two pieces, right? I do $291 at the beginning of the month and $291 at the end of the month. So depending on how you get paid could also depend on how you flow your money out, right, to your different goal accounts. So once you have your list of goals, break them down into monthly, bi-monthly, or weekly amounts. So, you know, you're working with real numbers. You know how much money is coming out. You know how much is coming out at what specific point in time, right? The more specific you can get, at least in the beginning, the easier this is going to be for you. Then you need to look at how much income you have, right? So if you're self-employed, which I am and so many other people are, I want you to just take an average of the last three months of how much money you've earned. That's how much money I want you to start working with. If you've got extra money that comes in, fantastic, right? You can just send it more places or you can just ramp up all of your goal savings accounts. So from there, I want you to list out all your must-haves or must-pays every month. So things like rent, mortgage, car insurance, car payment, student loan payment, uh, the minimum amount on your credit cards, the minimum payment, any life insurance you have, your utilities, your average amount for gas and groceries, if you have a college payment, basically anything else that flows out of your bank account on a regular basis, right? Those are your must pays. For variable expenses, things like travel, gifts, shopping, all that extra stuff, I want you to put something down that feels realistic for you but not constrictive, right? But it also doesn't hinder your ability to afford your goals. So, you know, eating out is something that we all spend a lot of money on. I mean, I I do it. (laughs) So, you know, think about like, how much do you want to allot for eating out? Like I, I like to pick a certain amount per day or per week. So it's easier to track if I'm, if I'm on track and eating out is just, an expense that gets us all, you know, 
it's just like a release for us. And so I, I want you to put down a number for eating out that is an average of how much you've spent the last you know, couple of months. And then I want you to give yourself a little breathing room. So I always add about a 25% pad to my eating out budget weekly, just because if I don't spend it all, I'll just roll it over to the next week. But this is about giving yourself permission to create a spending plan that works for you and not, please, my friend, not feeling guilty, not having any shame, not feeling anything about living your life and spending money on stuff that means something to you. I don't want you to spend money on things that impacts your ability to achieve your goals, but I do not want you to just sit in all day, every day, because <laughs> you feel like if you're not super restrictive on your spending, like you're not doing money right. That is ridiculous. And we need to throw out that notion. I want you to feel empowered to do the things that are important to you because I mean, we've only got one go around at this life, right? We might as well, we might as well have some fun. So now it's time to bring in your goals, right? So you've written down all your have to pays. Now I want you to write down all those juicy, wonderful goals that you have. How much do you need to save or spend each week or month, depending on how your brain works best? If you're someone that likes to think about the month in a big chunk, fantastic. If you like to think about it weekly, fantastic. If you need to think about it each day, great, go for it, right? This is all about creating a budget that works for you. Then ask yourself, can you set up any or all of this on auto debit so money just flows from your checking account once you get paid into these buckets? So my friend that I was mentioning, she has five different savings accounts. We've titled them all different things, uh, you know, to correspond with her goals. So she knows each, which account to go to when she wants to spend her money. So I'm a big fan of auto debit because it, again, just takes your brain out of this decision-making process. And instead you're like, wow, look how awesome I'm doing. Look at all this money and all these different buckets. Like I really got this. And that's how I want you to feel. You're not going to feel that way every single day because let's be honest, it's money and money is the number one cause of stress. So you're, you're not ever going to be in a place where you're 100% stress-free for the rest of your life. If you get to that place, can you let me know? <laughs> because I would like to be at that place. So give yourself permission to have days where you feel a little bit frustrated, you feel a little bit out of tune, maybe things don't go exactly the way you you plan them. That's okay. But let's make it, like, let's go with that 80-20 rule, right? Like 80%, you feel like you know, you've got things going in the direction you want it to go. 20%, you know, we can fall apart a little bit and that's okay, right? And again, I always want to add in a reward each week. This is for me. If this doesn't work for you, great, forget it, right? But if it works for you, fantastic. I, I, I really found it to be quite a game changer. And when I help add this in for other people, they were like, wait a minute, I can do this? Like I can add in a reward? I'm <laughs> like, it again, it's your money. Create something that works for you. So for me, it's $20. I get $20 each week that I can blow however I want without judgment, questions, feeling bad, etc. So pick a number that just feels realistic to you. But the whole idea is I want you to set yourself up for success. Your success, not anybody else's. 
So, you know, your numbers don't have to make sense to anyone else but yourself. You you don't have to live within these rigid guidelines like not having any debt or making the decision not to put your money in a retirement fund because you have another money goal you're saving for. I just want you to give your you give yourself permission that you can make this your own. You can make it whatever works for you. If that's the only thing you take away from this episode, I want you to take away that. So once you've created this beautiful budget that works for you, the only thing left is just to make it happen. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them, but vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there are some common traps that people get into, and I wanted to talk a little bit about these. Maybe you can relate. So doubting the ability to follow the budget, the roadmap, whatever you're calling it, that's common. We all doubt like, I don't know, like I set this up, but can I actually do this? Again, go back to 80-20. Maybe I can 80% of the time. Maybe I can 70% of the time. Maybe me getting to 50% of the time is success for me. Fantastic. Know what success looks like for you and celebrate that. Celebrate even the tiny little incremental differences, right? Maybe you go from 50 to, 50% of the time to 55% of the time and maybe just inch upwards. That's success. Another trap is having what feels like a failure moment or month and then telling yourself you're not good with money. That's not true. You just had a bad day. You just had a bad week. You just had a bad month happens to all of us. Another trap is listening to your family or friends spend their money and thinking they must know a secret that you don't know. Trust me, they don't. (laughs) They don't know a secret. They're not hiding anything. We are all just trying to figure this thing out. If there's any secret, that is the secret. The other common trap I want to talk about is feeling like there's a pass or fail when it comes to your budget. No. There's only what works for you. So I want you to hold on to that. So if you're looking for some good apps to really get you going, I'm a big fan of Monarch, uh, You Need a Budget, and Honeydew. If you're doing this with a partner, Honeydew is great. I also really got turned on to something called Fudget, F-U-D-G-E-T. And I really like the simplicity of that app. If you're someone who just needs to keep things like bare bones and super easy to follow, If you're a template kind of person, some of the best templates can be found just by Googling budget templates, find one that excites you. But honestly, you could just whip open Excel or even Word if you hate Excel and just type in your numbers. So I use what I call a two column system where the first column is what I'm budgeting and the second column is for the real numbers of what actually did happen at the end of that month. And then I compare and contrast those columns to figure out any adjustments I need to make. But that's, that's my system. That's what works for me. I want you to make this your own. And I want you to set it up three different ways if you need to. If you want to try an app first and you try a template spreadsheet and maybe you just want to try a post-it note or a piece of paper or a notes app in your phone, try a couple of different ways until you find one that feels really authentic to you. So let's go back and talk about my friend who needed the manic savings account. This is what I want to leave you with. There's only so much you can do with an app or a template or however you set up your budget. The rest 
is up to you. So I like to think about this, I call it a powerful foursome. Your thoughts and feelings, they influence your actions and behaviors. So how you're thinking and how you're feeling about money. And this includes all the crap from your past that you don't think about or that you haven't thought about, your money story, false beliefs, uh, money trauma, ancestral money trauma, societal money trauma, all of that goes into your thoughts and feelings around money. So when you're thinking about it, think about your ancestors and the different generations and what they've been through and how maybe some of that money trauma has been passed down, not, not on purpose, on accident through you. And maybe there are some false beliefs that are carrying through those generations that you still are holding true. All of that influences your thoughts and feelings. Those are so powerful because those are then going to influence your actions and your behaviors. So what you do with your money, the steps you take, um, all of that, your actions and behaviors, which then dictates what actually happens with your money. So I call it the powerful foursome because those four things, thoughts, feelings, actions, and behaviors have a huge impact over your ability to do the things with your money that you want to do in your life. So we can create this awesome budget that is totally set up for you, right? We can write it all out. We can get super granular. We can set up all the accounts. It can look amazing and fantastic and brilliant. But if we're still stuck in thinking we're no good at money, thinking our mistakes define us, thinking that we can never make money or whatever we're stuck in. And we're not actually following through on the actions and behaviors that we need to to actually bring this brilliant, amazing budget to life. We're not going to get to the place that we need to get to. So I want you to think about if you've tried budgeting before and it hasn't worked for you, think about What's maybe getting in the way? What's going on that maybe I could spend a little time thinking about? Like maybe I can just make the whole system a lot simpler. Maybe I can make it more empowering to me. Maybe I can build in a reward. Maybe I can, you know, stop trying to compare myself against other people. Maybe I can just shut out the noise. You know, there's always people that are going to tell you what they think you should do with your money. (laughs) It's crazy, right? You don't have to listen to any of that because the beauty is you get to live your own life. They're not living your life. So it doesn't matter if even if they thought they would do something different with your money. Great, fantastic. They can do that with their money. This is your money. So I want you to really think about what's getting in the way. And can you change that? Can you even change just a little piece of that, a little part of that? Because the whole idea of creating a budget that works for you is helping you empowering you, helping you feel more controlled, uh, in control, not controlled, in control. That's what I'm trying to say. Helping you feel more control, in control. (laughs) Uh, You know, when you do these loose episodes, like I just go with it, right? Let's not heavy edit this. Let's just go with whatever comes out of my mouth. I want you to feel in control of your money. So if we create this beautiful budget, then I want you to take it and bring it to life. That is where the change is going to happen, my friend. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone else who you think, hey, they might want to create a budget that works for them as well. 
As always, you can head to the show notes for all the links to everything that I talked about, all the apps, everything that I talked about here. I'll include a couple links to a couple budgeting templates that I really love too in the show notes. And you can also find links to all of our amazing sponsors who make this show possible. You know, without these sponsors, I wouldn't be able to continue doing this show the way I'm doing it. So uh, I hope you appreciate and love on them as well. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.